0: Hey everyone, I'm Matthew.
1: And I'm Ileana, welcome to The Armory.
0: This is a place where believers can be encouraged to live for Jesus and make disciples.
1: We wanna provide an arsenal of resources that help Christians to be bold in their faith.
0: Our hope is that through this podcast, people will learn to love God's word and abide in Christ.
1: Thanks for joining.
0: Welcome back to this week's episode of the Armory. Welcome, man. I feel like a lot happened today. You were just talking about it a second ago. I know it's kind of overwhelming. What do we do?
1: We. I feel like I have this to sneeze. Get
0: like, the sneeze. Yeah. We just started recording. I
1: know. Okay. I think I'm, I think it went away. You
0: to suck it back up.
1: <laughs> we. This has
0: been a long day. We did a lot of things.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna yawn. I'm tired. Okay. S- I feel like we did do a lot, but not like anything crazy. We did like regular things, like we went grocery shopping.
0: Yeah, we meal prepped meals for like the whole week for lunch,
1: which we do do often, but
0: but we did it all like the same time. Yeah. We what else did we do? Well, we made those ginger shots
1: too, like meal prepping, which is like that takes more time. Guys,
0: if you don't want to get sick in the winter, let me tell you, a little bit of ginger, a little bit of turmeric. Carrots, a little bit of cayenne, some carrots, some pineapple, pepper, pepper. What else is in there?
1: Pineapple. Did you say that? I did. You went in and a weird some water order,
0: all thrown in the blender. Yeah. Boom. Take a little shot of that every morning.
1: Basically, we're doing water blending. If you're into the juicing world, yeah. we don't have a juicer or money to get one. Listen, so we're I'm not use saying there's a
0: correlation, but every time I take one, I feel great. Stop taking it for a week, which I did.
1: Got a Everyone stuffy nose. Stuffy nose in the house. So. I, <laughs>
0: I don't know, but we did that today. You my, never get sick though. That's nah, that's true. My parents came into town.
1: My parents left town yes, A yeah, couple days ago. A little
0: flip flop. Your parents were in town for a week. Now my parents are in town. Mm-hmm. Had a little, couple days in between. Mm-hmm. We had pizza. Oh, so good. That pizza is the best.
1: What pizza are you talking about? Mom Angelus. Oh,
0: it's top tier. Okay. You don't like it.
1: I would like. I would prefer Dominoes.
0: Iliana likes Ugh. the grossest pizza.
1: Domino's thin crust that we just had with my parents. That's it's good. It's
0: fine. I eat it.
1: Oh gosh, whatever. Dominoes.
0: It's like saying Subway makes the best sandwiches. They do. They do not. <laughs> <laughs> Iliana is actually legally required to say that. She used to work for at Subway.
1: I'm sure that's oh. come up on the podcast before.
0: Oh man, what are we talking about this week? We
1: yeah. are We're
0: actually embarking on something new.
1: Well, didn't we talk about it last week? That was like our whole episode. Yeah. Was introducing our series.
0: Some people weren't listening.
1: Yeah, some people, some people do. you jump think in some randomly? people just jump in randomly to of podcast? Oh, Every time you start
0: a podcast, you go back to the very first one? Like what if it's like been going on for like two years, like ours has?
1: I do do that.
0: That sounds exhausting.
1: I am on like only the second year of Risen Motherhood and they're on who year who knows what.
0: Yeah, that sounds terrible. Ten. I feel like most people jump in the podcast, unless it's like a story that they have to start at the beginning.
1: Mm.
0: Like this is not one that they had to start at the beginning. Yeah. I don't know. true. Depends on how many episodes there are. Anyways. What do we have? We
1: are doing our series on spiritual gifts. So last week we kind of introduced that that's what we were going to be doing. Um, And I think it would be good for us to just set it up a little bit more, go into a little bit more detail about spiritual gifts. And then... From here, we will go through each spiritual gift one or like two at a time to talk about them specifically. But I feel like we have to talk a little bit more about them before we can do that.
0: Yeah, I think we kind of have to just lay a little groundwork. I also feel like you were talking about this earlier. People, spiritual gifts, if you just let's just take it back and think about what they are, right? Mm-hmm. At a minimum, they are given to us by the Holy Spirit, it's kind of in the name. Mm hmm. If they're given to us by the Holy Spirit, they were obviously designed to further Christ's goal for us on this earth, his mission for the church, which means they're innately unifying. But they've become very disunifying, very – is that even a word, disunifying? Very divisive, Yeah, divisive. I don't know. And for some reason, this is like the line in the sand that Christians draw with one another. Yeah, which is just so sad. If you don't believe it, these are some of the gifts, or these are some of the gifts, like we're out of fellowship. I'm like, did you just divide – christ church over something that was he designed to bring us together mm-hmm. like that's crazy to me
1: and it's not like i mean it's very clear if you read the passages in scripture it literally says like this is for the unifying of the body or this is yeah. in one body one spirit
0: it's very under yeah. one god and it kind of makes me sad when you think about it because mm-hmm. there are a couple things that i think really divide denominations and groups of christians and this is one of them for sure yeah
1: and it does make sense like If you've gone to a church where they believe something very opposite than you in spiritual gifts, it's pretty easy to tell. And I think it can be hard to like be in fellowship there if you really don't believe in it. Like there have been churches where I've been a part of where I've disagreed with things that maybe the pastor had thought, but it would never hindered my ability to like be in in fellowship with them sure and then there have been times where i've been in or like i've visited even just visited churches where maybe they believe something different on the spiritual gifts than me and it did make it hard to like worship on the sunday morning with them so yeah. i mean i'm sure we'll talk about that when we go through specifics but
0: yeah and even if you disagree right on where the like what is a spiritual gift for today what is not because that's kind of where the line is right mm-hmm I think the problem becomes when pastors of churches don't handle people's questions about spiritual gifts through a lens of the Bible instead of a lens of culture. Yeah. What does the Bible say about the spiritual gift? Okay, is that how it's being exercised? Well, no. So either it's not for today, or it's just that's not the gift you have, that's not how it works. And I feel like a lot of times, pastors would kind of just throw their hands up and lay on the, oh, we believe this, we believe this card. Yeah. I just think that's lazy. Um, And I think that's where a lot of the division comes. comes from leadership. So leaders Mm. create clarity.
1: Nice. Hot take. (laughs) You're a leader of a church, so I guess you can say that.
0: I am a leader in a church. Yes, one of them for sure. But, okay, let's ask the question that everyone's wondering. Okay. How do you receive a spiritual gift? Is everybody wondering that? I want a spiritual gift. Mm. Listen, I don't have any. I want some. How does one obtain spiritual gift well, you just
1: have to believe hard enough and it will come to you.
0: <laughs> some people probably believe that
1: oh manifestation yeah everybody no, believes well,
0: that. <laughs> okay guys we gotta take a pause real quick i was what gonna say we did have a lot
1: big like introduction me? before our episode we kind of just jumped in and i am not used to that normally you yeah, talk I, for like I, I 10 I can minutes i just see
0: on your face you're like let's move it on and i'm like she's not really wanting to talk <laughs> guys this is this kind of has to do with what you just said and we should do an episode on this when we're done with this series
1: oh gosh yeah on can-
0: karma Oh yeah, Christian Christians need to have a response for this phrase that people use all the time. It's not a new phrase; it's just being very popular now. It's very old, karma. This idea of what goes around comes around. You put good energy into the universe, good energy well, will come back.
1: Yeah, and pause again because pause again. we say this all the time. Like I think Christians say this all the time in a joking way, like oh, it's just bad karma. And sure, I I've said we'll, that before. Yeah, me like too. Someone
0: some will fall after they make a joke about me. I'm like, ah, karma. Even though yeah. I don't believe it. It's yeah. just what culture yeah, yeah, says. Yeah. Sorry, that's You're all right. I was saying. Yeah. And but you it, probably should
1: stop. It's probably Because okay. we're,
0: we're feeding into this. It, karma, this whole idea of karma, mix it in with manifestation, you mm-hmm. know. Let's just call it what it is. It is of Satan. It is satanic. Yeah. There's nothing in the Bible about that. Did I well, send Well, there you is the- actually. But there's nothing in the Bible promoting that.
1: Yeah. Did I send you that video I saw today on Instagram where it was literally like a new YouTube. I don't know. If- <laughs> here don't even get me started on ai for all i know this could have been a fake video but i saw it on social yeah, the media the other day
0: eliana was <laughs> showing me this like trailer i'm like we're both looking at it i'm like i wonder if that's not even real was like, the new AI harry potter
1: it. trailer that was made by ai it was made by was...
0: fans though
1: anyways the video i saw was saying on amazon there's like a new kid amazon prime there's a new kid show uh-huh. that is talking about like how the world got started, but it's literally oh, from a satanic goodness. point of view. You never talked
0: to me about this, but, but I saw it? it. Is it real? I think it is real. I think it's, someone's coming out with it. Like this whole idea that it's glorifying Satan. Like, yeah, Satan was this artistic figure that God didn't want I in the literally garden. was
1: like throwing up.
0: Throwing up. In my mouth. Wow. That's pretty. Uh, that, that was not the response I had. Maybe I did I just I was so off. upset. It was it literally, guys, for everybody who's listening, the premise is like. Satan falls in love with Eve because they're Which both I've kind of this, this rebellious fig figure. No, it's I think it's I think it's a new thing. Oh. They're just trying to dramatize this. Basically, going back to the garden and they're making God to be this. Um, what's the word just Bad like war. overlord, overlord yeah. and like it's satan that's really in charge and like satan is the one who's like really bringing freedom and restoration and, and him
1: and eve get to like fall in love and explore this world together and
0: it's like what in the world i literally was
1: just like in awe I, that that's so funny that you saw that
0: i don't even know where i saw it i just you know? saw it on instagram yeah, that was crazy guys this is the reason why we have this podcast because things like this we're not talking about that today but things like this just pop up in the world and we need to be prepared to deal with them. Mm-hmm. So wrapping all that up, Goodness, we should have an episode gracious. about karma and manifestation because that's a hot topic today. In fact, sometimes in our, we break up our series a little bit and we just do a random episode. We might need to do that because I feel like the reason I even brought it up is we were watching a TV show the other day mm-hmm. and like in the 30 minutes, someone's like, oh, bad karma, bad karma, like it nine It got times, brought up I'm so like, many times. What in the world? People just throw that word out like, mm-hmm. eh. Anyways, the rain falls on the just and the unjust alike. Yeah,
1: God calls it humility. So, not bad. Talk about, about that next time. Oh, gosh. Where were we even? We're at? bringing it
0: back to spiritual gifts. We were
1: going to talk about how to receive a spiritual gift. Yes. I actually like what you found, if you want to. Yeah, this read
0: definition, it. one of our resources we love to share with you guys, Got Questions, basically says this spiritual gifts are given to all believers by the Holy Spirit at the time they place their faith in Christ for the forgiveness of their sins. So we just pause there for a second. The definition goes on a little longer, but this is the important thing we need to understand. When you place your faith in Jesus Christ, part of the immediate regeneration, right? Part mm-hmm. of the this whole idea that we are now in Christ, one of the things that happens in an instant, we're not going to be feel it necessarily, you're not going to experience it in some weird way, but it just happens to you is you receive a spiritual, or maybe more than one, we can talk about that in another episode, spiritual gifts yeah. from the Holy Spirit. So it happens at the moment of conversion. The process of figuring out what your spiritual gift is and how to use it and how to glorify the Lord with what he's called you to do in this life, that's a whole other process, right? When you become a Christian, if you're nine years old and you become a Christian, you're not gonna go, oh man, I have the gift of teaching. Like it's not just going to fly on you like the sorting hat in Harry Potter. Like, oh, I know I'm in Slytherin. That would be really cool. But that's not quite how it works. (laughs) So one of the things we're going to talk about at some point in this series is how to identify or how to figure out what kind of spiritual gifts I have. But it happens when you place your faith in Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. At that moment, this is the definition going on again. At that moment, the Holy Spirit gives to the new believer the spiritual gift or gifts he desires the believer to have. Yeah. And that's the cool part. Mm -hmm. It's not, hey, uh, what is it that you want to do? Or, hey, how does this person's personality work with this? That's not really how it works. We are given the gifts that the Holy Spirit deems us to have for a purpose. We might not know that purpose. Part of this life's cool uh, adventure is probably figuring that out, right? How was how I gifted by God mm-hmm. to glorify God yeah. on this earth? So that's kind of this idea of what a spiritual gift is, how we how we receive that gift. Awesome. It's not, you don't have to do anything.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: don't have to pay extra money. You don't have to fill out a form. Mm-mm. You don't have to wait eight to 10 business days. It just, <laughs> it comes. And then, yeah. that's the hard part though, is we got to figure that out. And the sad thing is, I think there are a lot of Christians who don't care mm. about their spiritual yeah, gifts. Yeah, probably. They don't know their spiritual gifts. Which means they're not exercising their spiritual gifts, and they, quite frankly, are subpar um, soldiers, disciple in makers in the kingdom, right? Disciple makers because they're not—they're not even trying to, to figure out yeah. what is it that God has gifted me to do, and how can I do it to serve Him?
1: Well, and part of that I think too is—I don't know if we were going to talk about this in a new episode, but the whole idea of how do you know what your spiritual gift is, like. It is really hard to do that in isolation. And so I think that's part of the problem, too, is just we talk about on here constantly. Like, it's really great for you guys to listen to the podcast and get resources from us. But, like, the most important thing is that you're in community with your local church. And I think the reason for that is there's so much edification that comes when you're with the body of believers. Yeah. And we're going to talk in a minute about the key passages for the spiritual gifts. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> just an overarching theme in all of them is this is for the body of Christ to do together. This isn't like an individual thing. And so I think it can be really hard to determine like what your spiritual gift is by yourself. Um, But the problem is a lot of Christians just try to do the Christian life in isolation and they don't ask other people for help. So those two things combined is not going to aid very well in your exercising of whatever gift God has chosen to give you.
0: Yeah. One of the things I think too is important to understand is what a spiritual gift is not. Hmm. Um, it's a different than like a talent right? Yeah. or just a gift in general. Like we could talk about all the time. So-and-so man, they are just gifted with numbers. They, mm-hmm. They're an accountant and they're just so good with numbers or, or she is such an amazing athlete. She's a great runner. She's just gifted with that ability. Those are things that I would say since God has created us all in his image, we get, we get gifted as well.
1: Common grace, common
0: things, right? Everyone in this world has gifts and talents and abilities. And some of these spiritual gifts you can look at and go, well, one of them's teaching. There's some really gifted teachers out there yeah. who are atheists, mm-hmm. right? They're not Christians. Yeah. They don't believe in God. The difference between a stat and a spiritual gift is the spiritual gifts are designed to either edify the body of Christ mm-hmm. or designed for the purpose of evangelism. Yeah. So they're they're different in that sense. Yeah. So it's not just like, man, I'm really good at woodworking. Maybe woodworking's my spiritual gift. It's not a spiritual <laughs> gift, but Maybe consider yeah. that God did give you that gift to still glorify others. Mm-hmm. How can you use that gift to glorify others? And how can you even tie in your spiritual gift with a gift that God is another gift that God has given you? Yeah. So it's important just to make that distinction because if someone's settled with saying, Well, I'm really good at art, maybe art's my spiritual gift, you probably are gifted in art by God but you're also missing out on the spiritual gift that god has given you yeah there's more to it than that and so don't be content with just saying these are my gifts and talents there's something greater that you would have received when you became a christian and maybe you just don't realize it yet maybe you haven't discovered it yet and that's one of the things we hope that we can help you guys do over the next few weeks not just by explaining the gifts but maybe helping offer some practical tools of how you can assess what gift god has given you yeah because it's god is not a god of confusion he didn't this isn't something he's like man i really hope so and so doesn't figure it out like he wants these things to be known because he wants you to use them to glorify himself
1: yeah i um have notes in my bible from one of my pastors who preached in one of our passages which is romans 12 and something i think that's just like helpful is before he was talking about the spiritual gifts he was saying like all this is based in god's grace so If you read Romans 12, like before you even get to the gifts part, it's just talking about like, this is about God's grace, grace given to us. And he was saying that grace produces like a few different things. It produces a sacrificial living, it produces a transformed church, and then it produces gifted people. And so I just think it's interesting that like, it's God's grace that allows the church to be transformed and then allows people to be gifted to use things for his glory, Mm. um, and it is different, you know, than like the fruit of the spirit. It's not like a character yeah. trait where, and I think we talked about this in the last episode, the fruit of the spirit is like you're called to do all of these. The mm-hmm. spiritual gift is like specific. Yeah. Um, so.
0: Yeah. And there's a specific gift you have, specific gift that God's given you. That doesn't mean if you don't feel like you have, let's just, we haven't talked to the gifts, but let me just use one as an example for my own life. I don't feel like I have the gift of mercy.
1: Yeah. You mentioned that in the last That's episode. That's not something
0: that comes naturally to me. That doesn't mean, well, someone else has the gift right. of mercy. i are just going to let them do it. No, I, I need to practice mercy, right? Mm-hmm. But that's not necessarily my spiritual gift. Yeah. Can you read those three things again? I think those was really good. Was well, that from Eric?
1: Yeah. Shout
0: out Eric Klinkle, <laughs> Harvest Klinkle. Fremont.
1: Grace produces... This is from Romans 12, so I'll just tell you what verse he got them from. Um, Romans 12, grace produces, in verse 1, sacrificial living. In verses 2 through 5, grace produces a transformed church And then in verses six and following, grace produces gifted people. And I mean, we can just say that this is our first key passage for this fruit of the spirit. So that leads us into what, sorry, not fruit of the spirit, (laughs) gifts of the spirit, spiritual gifts um, that leads us into those things. So um, I just really think it's important that you talk about how this is for the purpose of the church, like whether it's inside the church or outside the church, this is something that's done in community together, not for for individual pride or
0: yeah anything when we go through these gifts you'll see really quickly you can't practice these gifts up in your high tower studying your theology textbooks away from people yeah very 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 few things if almost any are meant things in the christian life are meant to be done in isolation yeah or for the purpose of isolation at least um, we just need each other, yeah. and that's a theme that we always bring back into our what we're talking about, just because it's a theme of scripture. So.
1: so, this is funny. This is kind of a side note, but I was talking to one side of my note. girlfriends a while ago, and she was talking about one of her brothers, like really likes to study theology, mm-hmm. and was just saying like how I think sometimes for men. You can like study theology or study the Bible like independently and that really like grows your fire for the Lord. Like if we were studying theology, like I feel like I saw that a lot at Moody yeah. where like men really who are on fire for the Lord love like getting in God's word or reading a commentary or reading like a new book and just like studying it by themselves. I feel like for women oftentimes it's like the opposite where it gets me really fired up when I like get to do the podcast with you or I get to like talk to my girlfriends or my small group about something in theology. So it is interesting. I don't know how I got to that point. Oh, you were talking about about, like studying theology by yourself. Like I do think for some people that is like more enjoyable than for others, which I just think is interesting.
0: I don't doubt it's more enjoyable. I I get that. Sometimes I wish I had just like two hours to sit in my office without anyone interrupting me and just read like, I don't know, what some great church father thought about a certain (laughs) topic. You know, I'm trying to just discern for myself. But – And there's a time and place for studying, right? I'm not saying every time you study the Bible, you need to be in a small group. Like, you could study the Bible at home by yourself. Oh, of course, and you should. But if you're, what what are you Mm -hmm. learning if it's not for the church, it's not for others, if it's not to be practical in the lives of other Mm -hmm. people, it's worthless. Yeah. Dr. Johnson and Moody used to say this all the time, right? Theology is designed to teach the church how to sing and also how to sing correctly. Yeah. Um, I don't
1: think that came from him, but... No, I don't think it did. (laughs) But
0: he said it all the time, and I have no idea who it came from probably a church father yeah
1: and i'm pretty sure i'm to credit him with it but i'm pretty sure i told him that in class i was like my it was when we were engaged i was like my fiance said that you taught him this and you always talked about it. he's like i don't remember ever saying that."
0: <laughs> so it's funny if he doesn't remember ever saying it it's probably from him and he said it one time oh maybe and i just was lucky enough to hear it yeah
1: because i feel like we've tried to look it up anyways sorry that, tangent.
0: that quote always brings me back because i am that person yeah. that likes to sit down and study I am that person who would love to just take a spiritual gift, like like teaching, for example, and just teach myself and not other people. <laughs> but
1: yeah.
0: man, that is like not the purpose. Yeah. So, anyway, let's talk about some of the key passages where we find spiritual gifts. Obviously, we see them all throughout the Bible. We oh, see yeah. spiritual gifts used. We yeah. see the gifts being exercised. And we'll talk about a lot of those other passages when we talk about specific gifts. Oh,
1: yeah. That I didn't even think about that. That'd be a good idea if we're talking about one to go find a place in scripture where it's being used. Yeah, you already assumed we were going to do I, that.
0: I assumed, but my, I, sh- I shouldn't have m- assumed. My
1: brain wasn't tracking. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, see, I that's think your it's...
1: wisdom in studying of <laughs> theology. <laughs> oh
0: man, so but there are a few main, two really main passages where we find a larger list of the spiritual gifts compiled, right. and they're actually they're in two passages because they're kind of two different things. Yeah, and Ileana's going to share about that because I know she was sharing about it with me all week, and she's excited.
1: well I think the first one I already talked about is Romans 12 specifically verses 6 through 8 is where it lists the gifts and I think in this passage it's talking a lot about how do we live sacrificially in the church how do we um, discern the grace of the Lord Um, and how do we really like use these gifts um, that are from God's grace and then so that's Romans 12 and then 1st Corinthians 12 so you just remember the number 12 romans 12 and first corinthians 12
0: that's kind of nice i didn't even think about that so in first corinthians
1: 12 there's verses 4 through 11 and then verse 28 as well there's kind of like two different sections um but i think it's really interesting in first corinthians you have some different lists of gifts like you have more of the like miraculous and healing gifts listed um and in that passage hold on let me find it It's talking about um, not being led astray by other idols, but being in the same spirit. So I just think it's interesting that when he's talking about the miraculous gifts, um, he's specifically talking about how to not be like led astray by different idols. Um, Like you're going to know that this is from the Holy Spirit when you have these gifts. And not only that, but you're going to be in the same spirit. So let me just see if I can find like, um, there are different ministries but the same lord so this is first corinthians 12 starting in verse five there are different ministries but the same lord there are different activities but the same god produces each gift in each person so then you have manifestation of the spirit for the common good
0: um not later to be confused it, manifestation <laughs> yeah. of self yeah exactly later, <laughs> that's funny
1: later on it says um knowledge by the same spirit to another faith by the same spirit to another gifts of healing by the one spirit okay so over and over in first corinthians 12 you're seeing this repetition of this is the same god the same spirit one god one spirit not for idolatry not of self but of the lord so i just think that's like really interesting when you start talking about the miraculous gifts um and we'll get to those individually probably but um for now I don't know that there necessarily needs to be like, oh, here's a major distinction in between these two passages. It's not like when we did, if we do like, did we when we did the fruit of the spirit series or the armor of God, like where it's a perfectly laid out list where we went through one at a time. We're gonna kind of try and categorize these gifts because there's multiple different sections of scripture that talk about all of them, and we're gonna try and compartmentalize those a little bit more for the sake of clarity when we do the podcast.
0: Yeah. For sure. Did that help? Explain? I think so. Was yeah. that clear? Here's a, we're not done with this podcast oh, today. No. But here's a challenge. And always and I say that because we usually give people a challenge at the end of the podcast.
1: Maybe people stop listening and they didn't know that. That's Did true. Now the people who don't ever finish. That's true because we it? haven't done
0: a challenge in a while. We used to challenge people every episode to mm-hmm. do something practical relating to the episode. And somewhere along the line we decided
1: I think we, we, just we got lazy forgot to do that. Anyway, here's the <laughs> challenge
0: for this upcoming next podcast. Read through Romans 12, not just six through eight, but Romans 12 and read through first Corinthians 12, not just the passage on spiritual gifts and study them Yeah. because you should be, if you're going to follow along with the series, read through this as we're going through this. And if we're saying things that you're like, man, that just doesn't make sense. It just doesn't line up with whatever, like send us a message. We want to, let's talk about it on the podcast. We just want to, this is an overview as well, right? We are trying to give you guys, there have been entire books written about just one of these. We're trying our best to give you guys um, an overview so you can continue to study. Please do not take anything we say on any of our podcasts ever and go, that was the sufficient knowledge I needed for this task. <laughs> oh. We're just hoping to open the door to con- so you can continue studying, so you yeah. can continue asking these questions in community. We just want to be the catalyst to help push that forward, yeah. not the end-all be-all. They said it on the podcast, so that's all I need to know. Far from it. Um, but- Go ahead. If
1: we're doing challenges, I have another one.
0: Oh, okay. Second challenge.
1: Well, this is like a <laughs> the entire time you listen to the series challenge. Okay. And as we share we're in a minute we're going to share the list of gifts. Yeah. Start praying that the Lord would make it clear to you what gift you have. Mm. I think a way to maybe start doing that is when you hear us talking about what one of the gifts looks like, you probably will be able to see if that's true in your life or not. Yeah. Is that good?
0: It's a great point. At the end, we should both take a spiritual gifts test and walk through the results together. Maybe not a whole oh, episode. Oh, that's like, fun. As like part of as as a resource to help people find their spiritual gifts, we should also talk about yeah. what that
1: Me and that you can vet out some of those difference. quizzes because there's so, there's so many.
0: Many, goodness gracious. Anyways. So here's a you? let me just give us let's give a yeah, list of a couple of these let's gifts. Do it. I think the gifts are well categorized by people. People put them into tons of different buckets. One of the things I think we found that was helpful is three different categories of spiritual gifts. Yeah. The second category, I'm not really sold on the name. I think it's a little confusing. I did. We'll change it later, but I'll give it to you for now. Yeah. The first category is miraculous gifts. And this is obviously coming from a perspective. And you and I haven't even talked too much about this. Mm-mm. So we can talk about it as we get to each gift in Ooh, and of itself. Ooh, fun. But miraculous, <laughs> miraculous gifts, they're saying apostleship, tongues, interpretation, I don't know why I said they're saying. I don't know who they is.
1: Well, because we've compiled this, this list from was, This list
0: was from others, yeah. Apostleship, tongues, interpretation, miracles, healing. This bucket is the one that's contested. Some people say those gifts and all the other gifts are for today. And mm-hmm. some people say all the other gifts are for today, but those five that are in the miraculous gifts bucket were for a time mm-hmm. and are no longer. We can talk about that. We're not going to talk about it today. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Eliana and I are even on the same page with that. We might be.
1: I don't even know if I have if I am in the same page with
0: myself. Here's the thing: when we <laughs> were getting married, that didn't come up as a deal breaker because this shouldn't come up as a deal breaker in the church. Do I think people should have a, opinions on them? Sure.
1: Oh, I probably educated the opinions. Do I for think people? Sure.
0: Sh- yeah, people shouldn't have.
1: I probably am not. Don't have very valid. Yeah. What am I saying? I know what you're saying. Yeah.
0: I got you. <laughs> um. I think I think we should have opinions on these things. Um, this is not something I hold with the same tight grip as I hold the virgin birth, as I hold the hypostatic union, the idea that Christ is fully God and fully man. I don't put that in the same bucket of I will never let go of that truth as are these gifts, are those five gifts for today or are they not? Yeah. But we'll talk about them. So first bucket, miraculous gifts, apostleship, tongues, interpretation, miracles, and healing. Great. Second bucket, this is the. T- I'm not sold on this term. Yeah, I it actually is a popular don't even. I've oh, it it is? It around. They call it enabling gifts. When I say they, I'm talking talking about general. What scholars. does that even mean? These are gifts that help enable okay. us to carry out the will of the Holy Spirit. Right, we have to have faith, discernment, wisdom, knowledge. Yeah, so those four. I don't like that term. I, there are other ones. I'm gonna find a better one, okay. and we'll use that term when it comes to it. But. For the sake of our time together. Our
1: second category, repeat those four.
0: Yeah, enabling gifts. Faith, discernment, wisdom, and knowledge. Great. And we have a third bucket. This is what we're calling team gifts. Gifts, back to what you were saying. Mm -hmm. These are gifts that essentially are very specifically for the edification of the church. And I really think... um, it's almost ironic to say that because when, yeah, you it about, is. when you talk about the spiritual gift list in general, we go, wow, this is such a divisive thing. But mm-hmm. Anyway, I'll read these to you. Prophecy, teaching, exhortation, shepherding, serving, showing mercy, giving, and administration. Some of these need explanation. I'm saying prophecy. Some of you are like, what do you mean prophecy? Prophecy is not for today. We'll talk about what that means. That's just a term scripture uses, and we'll talk about what that means in this context the the book of the bibles are closed right we're not receiving new revelations from god that's not what we're saying Well some people, some people would say that, that <laughs> and we'll talk about how that's not true <laughs> at least in my opinion if
1: you're wondering where we found that canon the canon of scripture is closed we're not receiving new revelations yeah. from god i
0: don't think the gift of prophecy in this in the context of where we see it in scripture in the new testament church means a new word for someone Correct. but we'll talk about that um, some people put this gift of evangelism in there. We see that mostly in Ephesians four. We don't see it in the other two main passages. Yeah.
1: We didn't talk about that, but Ephesians 4:11. if you're wondering, yeah,
0: I don't consider that a spiritual gift. If that is something that you consider your spiritual gift, p- please don't hear that. I think that's like a lesser thing by no means. The reason I don't consider it a spiritual gift is because every single Christian is mandated by God to be an evangelist. Matthew 28, 18 to 20. Go, therefore, produce disciples of all nations, baptizing them into the, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. That verse continues to go on. Teaching. Teaching them to obey all I have commanded you. And behold, I'll be with you always, even to the end of the age. So that's something that all Christians are called to do at a minimum. So I don't consider that to be a spiritual gift where some are called or some have the, are called to evangelism, some are not. Are some better at evangelism than others? Yeah, for sure. I am not very good at evangelism. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not, it's not, it's uncomfortable for me. "Mm -hmm." I didn't mean to be like, yeah, you're She agrees. (laughs) It's uncomfortable for me. It's really out of my comfort zone. It's one thing for me to be evangelistic from the pulpit. It's another thing when I'm at the gas station, that is not my, Mm -hmm. I I do not like it. Yeah. That's something I need to work on. There's people in my life who I'm like, man, they just go, go, go. I think of pastor Keith. Every time he talks to someone, he's evangelizing. I'm pretty sure he's trying to evangelize me still. I don't know what he thinks (laughs) about me, but that's just what, that's the verdicts out. But. Uh, I don't consider evangelism a spiritual gift yeah. for that reason because well, we're all called to it
1: I would can put discipleship in the same thing like Did I, think I say we, discipleship no I'm just oh. adding to what you said gotcha I think some people are like oh I'm gifted in discipleship but that's Which included is, in the great commission too yeah. like go make disciples and then the teaching part that means like discipleship so once you have for sure once you have gotten someone saved that's not the right way to say that once someone once has been saved sa- once you've mm-hmm. led someone to the Lord and they've experienced salvation and then you continue mm-hmm. to teach them yeah. like those are still things that all Christians are called to do. And I've talked about this before in the podcast. I think some people are more bent to evangelize and some are more bent to discipleship. I think me and you both are lean towards discipleship. Yeah. But again, I want to consider those spiritual gifts like you for said, sure. because we're called to do both of those things.
0: Yeah. And is that something you might be gifted in? Absolutely. Don't doubt that for a second but if you're sitting here thinking, you know, my spiritual gift is evangelism. I don't have any other spiritual gifts. I would push back on that a little and say, I think you do. Because I don't think that one is is a unique spiritual yeah. gift. I think it's something we're all called to. You might be better at it than others. Praise the Lord. We need people like you. But what else, what else is there that yeah. God has equipped you with and given you that you might not know yet that he's given you to glorify himself? And
1: could probably help you evangelize better.
0: 100%. I think, like, discernment is really helpful in evangelism. Because... I think sometimes Christians treat evangelism like I just say these words and then I leave. Like there's a time when, hey, I need to befriend this person. And there's Mm -hmm. a time when maybe they just need to hear a hard truth. That takes discernment. Mm -hmm. So I think that's something that accompanies Mm -hmm. evangelism. So there's just one for an example. But that's the list of gifts. It's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of them. We're probably going to group some into other categories. So we, we don't spend, how many is this? 20, whatever. We don't spend a number of podcasts just covering these things. Some of them are very closely related in certain ways. But the ultimate goal for this, for us, is for us to share with you how it is you can A, know what your spiritual gift is, B, see how you can effectively use that gift in the church or in the world, and C, ultimately glorify God with all these things Mm -hmm. because God has given all of us spiritual gifts as part of our adoption as sons and daughters. We receive good gifts. And one of them are one of these things is spiritual gifts and we're, we need to use them. I think some of us are content with just going to church and getting fed by the pastor. Maybe we go to a small group, but we're not exercising these gifts that have been specifically given to you. Not just some afterthought, like they're going through the list and you were the next person born and you're the next person saved. So now you're getting the spiritual gift. No, like, Holy Spirit has given these things to you uh, as he desires. So yeah. we have to figure out, okay, if that's a, if it's that big a deal, what are they? How can I serve the Lord with them? How can I serve others? Great. So yeah, that's kind of what we're going to do. I don't know. We haven't decided exactly what order we're going to tackle these in. So I don't know what we're going to be talking about in yeah. two weeks specifically.
1: Be paying attention to our social media. Yeah. At Armory Podcast. We don't have a Facebook account, but it links to my personal Facebook account if you're friends with me out there.
0: Be friends with Ileana on Facebook. Probably just follow our Instagram. Yeah.
1: But the real thing is to, like, I think the reason I want people to follow our social media is, especially for a series like this, we can post ahead of time, like, hey, we're prepping our, I don't know, give me one of the spiritual gifts. Healing. Teaching. Teaching. Healing. (laughs) (laughs) We're prepping our healing episode. What questions do you have about healing? And then we can. That's a sound
0: bite right there. That oh. like takes that that uh, just thinking about if like, someone just clipped that, it changes our entire podcast.
1: Oh great. How do we <laughs> hey, do that?
0: We're <laughs> follow us for our healing episode, you're like, wait, what? Out of context. Oh
1: like that's how you get people what does <laughs> that cost? That's how you get people uh, cancelled. <laughs> oh.
0: Bait people? I meant
1: like what is that called when you post something specific? Oh, like and a clickbait? A clickbait and you try oh, yeah. and get them to listen to your episode. <laughs> yeah. People do that all the time. I'm like, that's not even what the episode was about. They just yeah. picked like a weird
0: phrase. <laughs> that's exactly what we're going to do. We're going to post <laughs> social media. New episode. Manifestation. New, new healing episode. And we're like, what? What is that? Click on it and it's just not going to be what they think it is.
1: Anyways. But you're
0: right. You should follow us on social because, media
1: because. Because they can ask questions and then we can actually like prep based off of your questions. Like. If yeah. this whole point of our podcast is to be helpful to you guys and provide resources, then you might as well ask the questions you want to
0: ask. <laughs> yeah, seriously. We At
1: Armory we Podcast. We can do this
0: unplugged. We don't have to turn on the recorder for us to talk about these things in our own home. Like We do this for you guys. Not because we have all the answers, <laughs> by no means, but we do have God's Word, which does have all the answers. And I'm excited to continue learning as we hopefully help you all learn as well. Mm-hmm. Walk through this life because... God's word is a treasure trove, is full of things yeah. that help us learn, help help us grow. And as Pastor Wally, our pastor, lead pastor here at our church, was basically saying this week, you know, there is nothing more important than this book. Um, we, this is where all truth, at the baseline of all truth lies. Yeah. So that's what we're going to base our podcast on. And I think we'll have plenty of content. So.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're not running out anytime soon.
0: No. You yeah, guys haven't even stuck around to see us go through Leviticus i doing that soon.
1: <laughs> no, no, that's funny. And Matt's getting a new co-host for that. <laughs> I'm no,
0: just kidding. Fine. Anyway, well, we hope this was helpful for you guys to kind of see a roadmap of where we're going, and hopefully, it sparks questions that one you can ask, or two you can even ask for yourselves and study as we continue through these things. Our biggest hope is that we will not contribute to the divisiveness. Yeah, um, we were going to have opinions. Some of us, you, you guys, might disagree with us. You might agree with us. Our ultimate goal is to be a unified body of believers, a global church, right? The idea that we're all, all of us who are Christians are in Christ. And how can we use these spiritual gifts to further the kingdom of yeah. God? So where we disagree, we hope we can do it graciously. I uh, hope you be gracious with us. And again, we're just here to run this race together. So mm-hmm. we will see you in a few weeks. Bye.